0: Welcome to the 80th episode of Mathcast. I'm your host, Christian.
1: And I'm your co host, Levi. And before we get
0: started, just a reminder Mathcore Index Fest 2022 is right around the corner. It's July 9th and 10th at Beat Kitchen, Chicago. On Saturday, we've got Black Matter Device, Space Blood, Gift from God, Fall 50 Feet, Snooze, Old Pets, Sunflower, and The Central, those last two recently announced. And on Sunday, we've got Frail Body, Discordia, Sunless, Cadence Fox, Under the Pier, The God Awful Truth and then the new edition of Future Trash, as well as the sound that ends creation and lower automation who has been switched from day one to day two.
1: Ridiculous.
0: And that is, again, July 9th and 10th at Beat Kitchen in Chicago. Tickets are on sale right now. $20 a day, no two-day pass. You just got to buy the tickets individually per day. And that's that. And if you want to get some cool exclusive benefits, become a member of our Patreon and uh, become a member of our uh, of our private Discord and join in on our live cast. And some other cool stuff, too. So, uh, let's get with you, Levi. How's it going?
1: Uh, Straight chilling. Just, uh, I guess we're uh, sorting out some technical difficulties on our side here, but we're making it happen. So
0: Yeah, we'll figure that shit out eventually. Uh, What's up with you, bud? Uh, Not a lot. Uh, let me just get my notes out here. Sorry. I fucked that up.
1: Christian's getting married soon, so he, today he had to eat a bunch of food and drink a bunch, a bunch of stuff to, like, you know, judge it and see what he's going to do at his oh, wedding. Oh, yeah, so he's, exactly. He's, so if you hear him regurgitating a lot of burps and everything this episode, you I know why. I drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, a lot of dad noises this episode.
0: Yeah, we went down to Monterey and tried out some some cocktails and some lovely hors d'oeuvres. And, yeah, it was, it was fucking, it was lovely, man. It was lovely.
1: Uh, but yeah, other than that, man, um, I just uh, I'm stoked just to come down to uh, Chinatown to be doing this. Nice down to, get, to Chinatown, dude. Just nice to get out of the house and come just come here and everything. Um, definitely spent like 20 minutes just walking around, enjoying myself.
0: Um, one thing I've been doing this whole week, as you know, is just absolutely. Obliterating the internet with fucking shitposty anime
1: flyers for the fest. I do you know what? I haven't seen any of the 25 that you've sent
0: <laughs> out. I see, I see what you yeah, did. Yeah, I just I've seen everyone.
1: A little sarcasm. I've seen everyone. Yeah. There was all, it's all like all anime. It's all. Anime. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, and, and then, actually, if everybody knows of our anime cast that we throw out sometimes, uh, I know nothing about it. So every flyer, I'm like, ha <laughs> ha. I still don't get it, <laughs> but but I like it. I knew if I if I, like it, good, I, if I, if I
0: did a cow- I didn't want to do cowboy bebop because I felt like it was too obvious, but I know if I did a cowboy bebop one, like, I would
1: know that one. Yep.
0: The thing is, I'm like using very minor characters too. <laughs> that's how insufferable. The level yeah, I, insufferable, I figured. Yeah, yeah
1: you little tip of the hat to all the fucking goddamn nerds out there. Is right, that what
0: you're doing. You can't, yeah. lo- you can't just like use the protagonist and the antagonist of like every series. Like,
1: not only do you run a niche genre blog, you also want to alienate yourself more by doing the B characters in anime that nobody knows about. Right. Only Amazing. supporting cast. Yep, yeah. top notch. Way to go, bud.
0: Yeah, so there's like... I'm upset. If you look at my camera roll, it's just like nothing but stills of animes and flyers. <laughs> and, and manga. <laughs> I also, I beat Elden Ring. How do you like that?
1: I, once i I know you were waiting. Dude, listen, I'm so stoked for you. <laughs> I'm very... I take it that's a video game? It is,
0: yeah. Okay, good. It's like good. it's like the... It's
1: the, it's the premiere title.
0: <laughs> it's, it's definitely like the, the most popular game that's Every, come out this everything's week. Everything's sure. coming up Christian this week.
1: It's fucking pretty awesome, man. It's great. Yeah. Man.
0: Been reading a lot of books. Been reading a lot of books. Been reading uh, some Harry Turtledove who does like... Like What If? Or like alternate reality kind of... Um, this one in particular is like, like a fantasy version of World War II. So it's basically... All the countries are sort of like a mishmash of all the countries that are involved in the conflict and the the, the conflict kind of like plays out the same way.
1: That is complete nonsense. It's it's uh, yeah. after you're done reading these books, do you just chuck them off the roof (laughs) or what do you do with them?
0: This one I've been like meaning to read forever. And like Harry Turtledove is, is fairly accomplished. So I thought I'd give it a spin, but yeah, it's not like it's not super good. It's called into the darkness too. So talk about just like an absolutely horrifically generic title.
2: It
1: was probably written in the eighties and that probably was the first time that that title Came out, so they got it. Right. Got it in there. Yep. And
0: subsequently, every single like corny, try hard boomer metal band has used it as a song title in some shape or form.
1: There is a. I'm going to word this probably wrong, but uh, ultimately, uh, leg- legally, I can write a book and call it Gone with the Wind. I can do that.
0: Why? Because it's public domain now.
1: Uh, no, it's just with writing books and everything. I can do that. I they're like legally I can write. Levi's the book. gone with the wind. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to read that. It's going to be bad.
0: He doesn't remember a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, basically that. Yeah, if I a lot wanted of cocktail talk, yeah. If I if I wanted to do that, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I legally could. A lot of gambling in the second
2: half. <laughs> yes,
0: a lot
1: of cowboys. Yeah, like, crazy. Cowboys. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No. Yeah, I threw cowboys in there. Oh, yep, okay. yep.
2: Yeah
0: interesting part of your life i'm not familiar (laughs) with but yeah um been reading a lot it's been good sitting up on the roof and uh just like i'm trying to like get through like a book a month which is probably good for you bud it's probably unrealistic but yeah i feel like i think and speak a lot clearer when
1: i i read so i'm trying to like reinforce that by reading more this year jesus christ you already speak a lot better than me you're gonna (laughs) fucking double up on this shit is that what's going on
0: yes Hmm.
1: yeah Hmm. crushing books crushing video games yeah, I figured I'm um, getting
0: it. I think it's time for me to like not play as many video games <laughs> as much as it pains me to say that. But uh, I like I save my gaming for like one or two like really pivotal titles every year. And this year was Elden wait, Ring. wasn't
1: Elden Ring the one that looks like just amazing? Just like cherry blossoms everywhere. Whenever like I saw like just. Yeah, pictures. Big, big trees, but I
0: think the Big Trees. You're, I think that you're still remembering Ghosts of Tsushima. That's though. the
1: one I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. One I'm thinking.
0: That was last year or the okay. year before, I think. Maybe that was 2020. That game's fucking sick though. Yeah. Really good gameplay and excellent, excellent graphics. Game cast. <laughs> <laughs> so the first band we're gonna talk about is Steak Sauce Mustache. And Steak Sauce Mustache are a four piece mathcore band from Medford, Oregon. And they just dropped their new album, All Juice, No Noise, on May 13th, just a couple days ago, via Silent Pendulum Records. Look at us, we're so ahead of the curve. Not talking about it before it came out, but...
1: Yes, yes, yeah, so and we're <laughs> on top of this release. We, we're we here. Finger on the pulse, yeah, I as
0: they like, say. I feel like 2022 is the year of
1: MathCast.
0: You know, we're, we're finally caught up. We're not, like, covering bands from fucking six months a, ago anymore. There
1: was a weird... I feel like there was a weird time where there was a shitload of music coming out, though, and we were just fucking chasing our tails.
0: We were overwhelmed, I think. Yeah, and yep. then we also just had, like, a backlog of bands that we needed to cover from from Patreon polls. and
1: We also were doing it monthly, where we're now kind of doing it almost, like, twice a month in a way... Of the most podcast, the times, yeah, so we're kind of getting down there, you know.
0: Thus less opportunities for the poll for anyone who's been wondering about that. It's like we were covering essential releases of the month, that is. Yep, yep. So it's not like there's many things that can be put in the poll other than, like, the most underground of the underground, basically, is what goes into the, goes into the poll at this point, you know.
1: Uh, this album, specifically... I was waiting for it to come out. Same. I uh, I actually... Eagerly awaiting this. Yeah, I definitely checked it once or twice. I'm like, oh, right, not out yet. Right, fuck. Okay, just, yeah. Uh, counting down the days. Holy fuck, man. Um, these are our boys. Uh, they've been making music together since 2014, I believe, mm-hmm. or somewhere around there. A
0: long, Like, basically, the better part of a decade they've been around.
1: Steak Sauce uh, played the last uh, physical, uh, you know, fest that we had uh, right. in Oakland in 2019, in 2019. Uh, they threw down uh, how their, good were they? I mean to have any band actually filmed that's the band that you film you know I, I feel this album top notch amazing but I do just want to say right off the bat I feel just the music videos that they do and produce along with their live set probably gets more notification and love just throughout the community. Gotta back you the music, up there. You know? their,
0: their live performance is fucking top-notch. We've said this before in previous times that we've discussed the band, but whether they are playing to five, which I've seen them play to, or 50, or 100-plus people, I've seen all of those instances. They... Play like they they're playing the, to a giant crowd.
1: When we saw them at milk bar, must have been ten people there. It was about fifteen people 15. at milk bar, and about five. I like could you bumped it up fifteen? I like that. Yeah, like and it was there?
0: about uh, f- there was five people, not including Hexus, at that show. They played in Elbow Room. And- Elbow
1: Room, yes. And then we saw them at Elbow Room. Jesus, You're
0: right, man. right. Once again, but they so- they still were just like just playing their fucking hearts out, like mm-hmm. in the the most uh, in the most admirable possible way. Yeah. So yeah, they they really bring it live, and they've got a really good visual. A visual like aesthetic that's very well, uh it, it's cohesive. It's really like they sort of like moved into like this like super jail cartoon aesthetic on their music videos and like album art too as well. Yeah, they,
1: they uh, themselves having like assigned uh, and like characters. It is fucking perfect. It it fits this so well. The aesthetic of these guys, right? The colors. Uh The attitude, everything mm. is just there the shirts, the shirts, the Hawaiian shirts, and they have <laughs> the diapers and toilet paper. In, it's 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 been continued. I mean, I be, hated that at
0: first, but like now I'm like, this is this is actually pretty goddamn hysterical.
1: Shout out <laughs> to Steak Sauce for just being full grown adults and still committing to the act. Listen, if pee pee poopoo humor bit,
0: doesn't isn't funny anymore, just fucking shoot me in the head. You absolutely,
1: know? dude. Poopoo pee jokes, penis jokes, anything like that. Fucking once they're not funny, they kill me. Right. Absolutely. All day. Yep.
0: Take me out back and just fucking what me I, out of misery. I fucking can't wait till I can kill you. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> wait,
1: no. I mean, back to that. No, no. This
0: is like the fifth time you've given me permission to murder. You, <laughs> you know that's that, like, right?
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, overall, though, I would like to say that they... Make it
0: painless from behind. You know, surprise me.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, what is it? Uh, like Lenny? Mice and Men? Right, exactly. Have you look out to the sunset? <laughs> Bunny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bunny of my very
1: own George yo yo other than me killing you uh I, the other thing <laughs> steak the, sauce the, mustache. the other thing I love this is a good steak sauce mustache yeah yeah <laughs> um so uh the, I, I feel like uh this this album specifically I'm just so proud of the the musicianship here the production the songwriting uh, the songwriting is so varied I feel like there are tracks where I'm getting like the every time I die vibe and then it goes into like um like uh floppy disc function is just more of that Bang chaotic it. math core side that I really enjoyed. I would take more fucking tracks like that one. Um as well uh, That was the, a highlight for me too. Yep. Um th- so let's talk I mean just to talk
0: about floppy disc function really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to kind of expand on what you're saying, they've like really on this new album leaned way further into the rock and roll sound than they have on previous stuff. <laughs> yes. I mean it was there, but like every single track on this album has got like a really Ridiculously catchy, like chorus and hook. I feel like there's like way more attention to like writing rock and roll type songs, but like with just enough chaotic elements to like
1: to keep me interested. I feel like the the rock and roll element uh, brings in that fun side, that just that beat, groovy, kind of like... Nah, 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 you know, and you're just like, fucking yes, yes. let's go, let's throw the balloons that's Dude, by fun, my feet right now, like is, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, fun, fun is the operative word when we're talking about Steak Sauce Mustache, and they've just like... I think this is the album that they probably always wanted to write to, like, mm-hmm. just... Every time I die, level of craft in the like the rock and roll aesthetics
1: here. Absolutely, um, you really nailed it with like the kind of like a adult swimmy like super jail kind of feel going on with the animations. Loving just, the music like, videos, especially for, yes. for, for for workout jeans. <laughs> workout jeans. Honestly, truck nut allergy truck really nut allergy. fucking got me going too, dude. The whole severed head thing with floppy disk, like, dude, motherfuckers, you guys are good. Like, this is, I mean bands people out there you know how hard it is to produce one make one fucking music video these motherfuckers are out there producing pumping it out and making quality fucking enjoyable funny not too funny right right not too jokey like i mean it's still like it's still great it's not overdone overdone. um it's just like a novel you know like it's right yeah i don't know it's it's great if I fucking, I love it.
0: I love it, too. Yeah, this is this is such a good album. This is easily one of my favorite releases of the year so far. Yep. And yet, too, uh kind of got on a sidebar there. But yeah, for sure, Floppy Disk Function was a big highlight for me, too. Uh, it's just got, like, a really chaotic section that it starts off with. But, like, most of the other songs, it kind of, like, after that little, like, chaotic intro, they kind of, like, they, bring you into the the chorus, the, yep, you know. Yep. Um, and that track just has a ton of switch-ups, too. So I could, I could see why you'd pick that one. And honestly the back end of the track reminded me of something that was that could have been on like the super woke sessions too like with their last album. Yep. Uh, Truck Night allergy fucking kills too though, as we were talking about earlier. That one I just I love how bouncy that fucking riff is. That, that shit's so it's,
1: catchy. Uh it once again, it's fun. It's very fun. And, like I just I'm I'm really enjoying myself when I listen to this album.
0: Yeah, and like the lyrics too. Like the lyrics are so um Actually, in some points of the album, I feel like they're maybe a bit too, like, tropey in terms of like you know the government is taking our money or whatever. But um, yeah, like it, it can kind of like get to those some, like kind of like tropish subject matters. But like the delivery is, is fucking there. Like you can't fault the delivery, uh, the the
1: performance that is. There are so many just great um, choruses. So many nice like chanty parts. Every it's, track. It's Literally pretty every track. Yeah. Yep. Um. I and once again, I mean, they're uh, they're they're touring. They're gonna be touring. Just, I mean, learn these songs, man. Learn these fucking songs.
0: Yeah, truck nut allergy too. Again, that that fucking um, that's got like the biggest melodic chorus on the album too, as I mm-hmm. recall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Workout jeans. I feel like that one kind of smacked the, <laughs> every time I die just a little bit. But yep. the singing on the verse sections of the track are are so fucking good, and the way they just like fluidly switch back and forth between like the rock and the math core sequences is just like really well done. Like the pre-chorus section to the chorus section is like chaotic to melodic like in the most seamless possible way. <laughs> Bad Boy Donkey Island was pretty good too. Just the more, more or less the song title is, is what really appeals to me but the song is fun too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> even, even Truck Trucknut Allergy I'm just like was like oh that's so fucking good. That's so good.
0: Yeah, I don't want to like labor talking about every single song but just my other favorite one was The Closer like I love yeah. I love the the build up on that it's like a bass guitar only ACDC kind of build up after that too you know good the, call
1: hey hey. hey hey yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yep. it's
0: like it's a, a foot stomping kind of like um, rock and roll fucking anthem
1: that is a track that they need though I mean especially just we're talking the live you know side of it like just just another fucking track that just brings everybody in and gets everyone involved you know it's
0: awesome. Absolutely. I'm just looking at the track listing here. There's so many other good tracks. I, I, the only one that I really wasn't like super hot on was uh, robot computer stuff. I felt like that was kind of just too much of a repeat on stuff on their other tracks. But one thing I liked about that track in particular was that you've got mail. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. I, I feel like somebody has done that before, at least in a MySpace. I like don't MySpace know, band, man. But, I don't know. That that did get me though, but yeah, this is such a good album, man. This is if you like just like fun rock and roll energy, a la Every time I die and chaos, a la Dillinger. You should definitely fuck with this album. Yeah. So I think we should give him. Um, I think we should give him Truck Nut Allergy. Word. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the one. So we're gonna go ahead and play for you Truck Nut Allergy, which is off of Steak Sauce Mustache's new album, All Noise. No Juice, or excuse me, (laughs) All Juice, No Noise, and that came out on May 13th via Silent Pendulum Records. Here we go. So that was Truck Nut Allergy, which is off of Steak Sauce Mustache's new album, All Juice, No Noise. And that came out on May 13th via Silent Pendulum Records. So next, we're going to talk about... (laughs) Godmother. (laughs) Think about that for a second. So Godmother, a four-piece chaotic hardcore band from Stockholm, Sweden and they just dropped their new EP <laughs> Obev oh, Clique. Dude, that's it. good for
1: you. I would have <laughs> fucking Jesus, yeah. Oh,
0: Anyways, Obev oh, Clique, I want to say is is the pronunciation there roughly. And it's um it, it's it's pretty concise, you know, it's only 9 minutes long. I yeah. but I will say that uh, it's a progression though. I feel like they've they've definitely they stepped up the intensity and the attention to the songwriting. There's like more lengthier tracks.
1: Yeah, the well, the lengthier, the lengthiest track would be host body, the opening track, right? Uh, yes. But I would say, um, you know, with, so I, I mean, we're already talking about host body, so I'll I'll put my little piece in here, please.
0: That's definitely one it, of the strongest moments on the EP. Yes.
1: Uh, just due to the feedback and just the ugly bass tones uh, yeah. uh, in this, it just leads into the fucking chaos that will be the rest of this EP. Starting with Teething. Exactly. Uh, teething, it is probably my favorite on here. It is a pure fucking rhythmic assault. Yeah. Uh, I Assault is the operative word for sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, once again, Godmother fucking first music uh, we're hearing in five years from, me, from me, uh, these, uh, these gents here.
0: Yeah, so they were previously on Party Smasher Inc, which is Ben Weinman of the Dillinger Escape yep. Plan's label, yep. which is sort of inactive as of late, but yeah, he like put his a lot of emphasis on how much he like liked this band and how much he felt like they were like a spiritual kind of successor. And I although I don't see that, I I do see that they they really fucking they bring it live.
1: Uh, I totally agree. Uh, I this this whole EP, quite a fucking ripper. What I really like about Godmother is that they always have these, like, elements of punk kind of weaving through uh, their tracks. And specifically, you'll hear that a lot with, like, the Disney money,
2: (laughs) which is also just a Disney jail. Disney jail. Is it Disney jail? Disney jail.
1: Disney jail. Sorry. Uh, They
0: use a dollar sign to avoid being sued, probably, in the the word Disney.
1: Did I write just, is it really just Disney jail? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I just wrote Disney money. I guess I was just uh, just in my in my uh, frame of mind there.
0: Easy thing to do. I I love that track too by the way. The reverb heavy vocals and guitar remind me of something The Armed would do.
2: Woo. That track okay. reminds me of
0: an Armed Cut. Whereas like the first couple cuts, I feel like I mean they said it themselves they're drawing influence on this EP from their tour partners from back in 2018 or whatever it was. It is
1: Disney Jail. God damn it. All right, so sorry.
0: they're they're clearly taking influence from cult leader, just a roundabout way of saying that.
1: D- uh, yeah, I mean,
0: absolutely. I, I think they already kind of sounded like Gaza to some extent, but now they're they're sort of, um, yeah, now they fully, the comparison is like locked in for me. As you were saying, there's a lot of like punk elements to this record too, in a way that reminded me of Mothman mm. and uh, like Dead in the Dirt.
1: Definitely Dead in the Dirt. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Like, that kind of, like, just dirty, blasty... I don't want to say crusty, but... I wouldn't yeah. say crusty either. No. Yeah. yeah, this fucking EP rips, dude. This is, like, one of the best EPs in, in Chaotic Music of the Year, for sure. I like it so much better than their their last full-length, too, I gotta say.
1: Absolutely. And, once again, uh, you know, with me, I definitely like an EP. Like, just blast through that motherfucker. Yeah, you can listen on. to
0: this thing. I mean, it's, it's nine minutes long, and... Um, the, I mean, the first track I guess takes up three three
1: point like five of that. So
0: kudos to them for like I mean, normally I'm like I feel like an EP should be more concise and they should just like get through it and not add like fluff to it. But the repeats on the end of that track, the sludgier moment on the back end of the first track, host body are so memorable. It's like one of the most memorable that transfer between the end of host body into teething. Into teething yep. is such a good transfer from that sludgy riff into that went and ran and ran and went. And that yep. like angular. Assault, as you were saying. What do you think the track? I think we should give them teething. I mean, yeah, uh, same here. They did a music video for that, and um, you love it. Yep, you're, <laughs> gonna, you're gonna like it.
1: We love it.
0: So we're gonna go ahead and play for you teething, which is track two from Godmother's new EP Obivklik Obivklig, Obivklig. <laughs> nail it. Thanks. And that came out on May sixth. Here we go. Cocker spaniel.
1: Cocker Spaniel!
0: Which is track two from Godmother's new EP, Obiv Clique, and that came out on May sixth. So, next, we're going to give you some news and new releases because I'm not going to call it release radar anymore. We're not going to do math core news. We're just going to put them into one segment, and it's a new segment called News and New Releases, and it's not actually new, it's just two things put together. And <laughs>
1: That's how it's gonna go. Yep, <laughs> we got a song coming and everything. It's gonna be pretty tight.
0: So, for, this is not even like really pertaining to anything we usually talk about, but just we gotta talk about this. First of all, rest in peace, Trevor Sternad of the Black Dahlia murder. Mm. I, I don't think that you could name a more recognizable and prevalent and important influential vocalist of our time the quintessential modern metal vocalist the, the gold standard in metal vocals I yeah. would say when, when you when you come out and you start doing a band most everyone is trying to imitate him or Corpse Grinder basically
1: yeah man um, I guess we'll kind of leave it at that just checking in on your friends
0: they, they shared a, just basically a black panel and uh, the number to the suicide hotline so yeah as Levi said check on your friends make sure everybody's okay and really check on them because people will just say that they're fine I think is sort of the tendency isn't it you just say that yeah I'm okay but in you know people I think people don't tell you that unless you sort of um, give them more room to it's not something you can just like expect someone to fucking casually talk about in like a quick passing message on Facebook
1: call text your friends yeah look at them through the mirrors uh, through the the windows look (laughs) at them through just anytime anytime they're driving by just make sure you know
0: yeah, I think I think calling people is is definitely a good idea. I feel like you get a chance to sort of hearing somebody's voice is is everything at yep, least. Absolutely. Just I'm I'm super I'm really sad about it though. Yep, same here. Like I, he was such an important part of my musical journey. That band shaped my my early like part of like being in like a band or playing music like really really heavily. Like I guitar wise, I'm not a vocalist, but. I just spent a lot of time listening to that to that fucking band. I've seen them more times than any other band I realized the other day. I've seen them more times than Dillinger or Between the Barry to me, and I've seen both of those bands like a dozen times each. Mm-hmm. They're always on the tour packages. And not awesome. Not to say that to sound boastful, but just to sort of emphasize how prolific they were. They were just non stop gigging and releasing a very solid album every two years. So I'll leave it at that. Rest in peace, Trevor Sternad. So, Black Midi just announced a new album, Hellfire. Jesus, that is crazy shit. Uh, it's crazy because they just dropped like an insanely good album not but a year ago. For, so for them to to immediately bounce back with yet another album, they're like, they're in it to win
1: it. This fucking band. They've probably been sitting on some material, just fucking pumping shit out. I gotta say, watching
0: them live, I'm not super impressed, but um, or at least like the live footage I've seen. The live sessions are good, but them like live at like I saw some footage of them like at an outdoor music festival, and it's not so fucking sloppy and just like maybe it was just the mix. I don't know.
1: There's a lot going on in that band, though. There is a
0: lot going band going on. There is a lot going banned indeed. Snooze have just announced the new album. Woo! 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 Yeah. So they. The new album is called I Know How You Will Die, and we're getting our first taste on June seventeenth. I can only I can only assume they're working with a joke artist on that.
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ. That that title's uh that's a heavy one. It is. Okay. Especially considering the, just every just everything and just well, the yeah. history of that band. Yes, yeah. yes, everything. Yes. Yeah.
0: Very excited to see them finally too.
1: Oh, where are you gonna see them?
0: Mathcore Index Fest 2022.
1: Dude, right? in, Chicago. in Chicago. No shit. Okay. At beat kitchen. You son of a bitch. I'll see you there. I'll see just, you yeah, there. Yeah, right. No, I'll see you there.
0: <laughs>
2: no, no, I'll. just no. <laughs>
0: fucking. <laughs> all right. Don't talk to me when we're We're going to act like we don't know each other. <laughs> yeah, I just crossed arms. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'll politely avoid you in the pit. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you in the pit. So um yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got. You got anything, Levi? Anything you want to talk about? Any any Screamo news? Any, uh, any new Screamo stuff dropped?
1: Don't throw that at me. I'm not ready for that. No. Uh, Screamo's no. alive and well, everybody. We that's the Screamo news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Seisha last time.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, oh,
0: Holly just saw Sinza, and David from Beach was there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if anything, fucking everybody uh, check out your dates for this month, because uh, Jerome's Dream is a... Uh, on tour and uh, fucking um, tour.
0: They're playing a three-date run. Come
1: on, it's something. It's, it's something.
0: <laughs> it is not a tour. It's a, they, it's a thing. They played. um They just played Portland, and they're not even playing the Bay Area for like another.
1: Yeah, it's not even like a tour yet. Yeah, it's just like like some dates spread out through May. All right, scratch that. But bless you're, them. Yeah. Yep. You're right.
0: I basically petitioned them online to bring. Cinza down for the California dates it's like I messaged Cinza and I was like did they not invite you to play the California dates but we got
1: Hawak you know so that's we pretty do got fucking tight
0: that's pretty yeah. tight and we got Floral obviously so can't complain can't what complain. a fucking little lineup there for sure I didn't Floral play with Cinza last time at Honey Hive too yes. or yes. that one time yes. not last Absolutely. time that, last that, time that, we saw them that one time yes. that one time yeah. we also saw Clavel that night too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the guitarist Rosa of Clavel also plays in for your health now, as I recall.
1: No shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Game on. Good shit. That's all, that's my that's that's my news. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of Screamo I'm Sticking to you. it. Yeah, that's
0: something, Jerome's dream. We're, we, yeah, we talked about Seisha too. That's also really fucking. Exciting. I'm, I'm literally just
1: not ready for this. I so, think yeah. that Seisha. Sorry for everything that happened this week in Screamo. Oh, did just... you?
0: Okay, so this is not even really news. That's mathcore, but did you hear that new fucking My Chemical Romance song yet?
1: No, I will not. <laughs> go fuck yourself really you're, not even, yeah, you're not even gonna listen to it i might you now should, i, you I listen just, how about it? this you i didn't, didn't know, know about i it, okay. didn't know about it until right now when you told me okay. that's and totally when fair. you t- said it to me
0: i got very upset I, I forget that levi's not on twitter folks so he doesn't he, he doesn't, know. He doesn't I, know, know i don't know, I don't know, know anything, anything.
1: You, we know this about on the podcast i don't know anything <laughs> I'm fucking.
0: No, you know some stuff i got some things you know you know booze
1: <laughs> i got booze down
0: you know weed you know, rollerblading. I know
1: I got made. that too. Yeah. Yep, yep. You I know, know you. Oh yeah,
0: weed. You I know, I know you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you were you were a veritable expert on that yeah, though. For yeah, real, yeah, 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 I think yeah. you like imparted the majority of the knowledge that I have now from weed. You and Prozo, the two of you.
1: We've just absorbed it.
0: Yeah, very very sagely with the weed stuff. Are you uh, want to talk about another band now?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. What's this next band we're going to talk about here? Actually,
0: I'm not even sure that it's a band. Uh, yeah, right. Next- it's like
1: a. A project of I,
0: I, some sort? Yeah, so the next project that we're gonna talk about is the Bud Dwyer effect, which is a mathcore, I'm fairly certain, solo project from St. Louis, Missouri. And they just dropped their new album, Effect Two, The Fall, on April 24th. I gotta say the amount of material that this project has put out in the last year for potentially being a one-person project, it's like it's pretty staggering. It's a lot. It's surprising.
1: Yep, it's a lot.
0: Uh pretty sure Jesse of um, Worm Hero can verify this, but yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain that it's a, a one-person project. So they, they put out a, a full length in 2020, but it's not quite as good as the material on this one. I want to say this one is like far better composed. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. It's like, I, I feel like the most, like some of the performances are maybe just like a bit too shaky on mm-hmm. that first album. To give it some like a point of reference, a lot of this material honestly sounds like it could have been taken straight off like a, a car bomb record or a, a Meshuggah record
1: yep I kind of got some Weston Superman vibes on it as well they're you know? super
0: influenced by the the very
1: same so yep. that would make perfect yep. sense yep
0: I think you might also be getting again just like the, the vocal register is kind of similar to Seth too
1: absolutely right? dude
0: yeah the vocals are I want to say that the singing isn't super strong. No. Like a lot of it is like very shaky, but the screaming is good.
1: No, I like the the, the scratchy, scathing vocals going on. Uh, some really nice lows as well. Um, yeah, uh, I, th- this this is one I don't have as much uh, as many notes for. Uh, but I, I I am shocked to uh, know that it is a uh, potentially a one person project. Um, but it, it sounded something like that. First of
0: all, I mean. We should have talked about this like as soon as we started talking about the band, but you got to just kudos for using the Bud Dwyer effect. You know they love ion dissonance.
1: Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. Um, I'm not sure what the, the effect means on that whole thing, but yeah, we definitely know what Bud Dwyer did. So.
0: Well, effect one was the yeah. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I like, don't know. Is the Bud Dwyer effect like the like the effect that when you put a gun in your mouth and you blow your brains out? That, is that you what die then you die. Is that the Budweiser <laughs> effect? That's it's the like, is that... effect. Okay, dude. sounds good.
0: I feel like a lot of the influence on this album is actually almost more rooted in like groove metal than it is in.
1: It's got some fucking groove for sure, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of groove on this album for sure. I mean, there's a lot of math core influences too, but there's a couple moments on this record that are also very like, arguably new metal too. Like, what's the song? Clinical. Anhedonia? Yeah, Clinical Anhedonia sounds like Linkin Park and like Slipknot. Did you pick up on that?
1: Oh, that is the. I gotta pull it out. I'm pretty sure that is the track I'm
0: thinking of. It's like fully a Chester Bennington like chorus, and then like a Slipknot riff like comes right after that. And to drive that comparison home, there's a system of a down cover, like on track four too. It's like not even like deep into the track listing. Just all of a sudden, a cover of fucking. like one of the very early that is the track. System songs too. that
1: that at that, that, the track, the Lincoln Park one. You're absolutely right. Yeah,
0: yep, yeah, for sure. Clinical anhedonia, Ad- definitely, really, really smacking of new metal. I didn't really cover. I didn't really care for the System of a Down cover either. If I'm being confused.
2: there was a
1: System of a Down cover. I did. I'm your, I was
0: fine, I'm on, fine that? on that. I'm fine. Like it was like an interesting interpretation. So a for effort there, but. Uh, I gotta be honest, on, on subsequent listens, that was definitely something that I had a tendency to skip. Just like, yeah, again, creative interpretation, but it just, there were certain points during the verse riff that felt, I don't know, maybe a little, just didn't feel particularly well executed. So much of this record does feel well executed, though. I feel like we're, yes. I don't wanna lean too much into these critiques because I really did enjoy quite a few moments on this record.
1: I would say, uh, Doctor, uh, I mean uh, Doctor uh, Parkinson's yeah. uh, track six. That was fucking great. I really enjoyed track. <laughs>
0: I would. I wouldn't be surprised if the working title for that song was the one with the pinch harmonics because
1: there, <laughs> dude. Good lord, a lot, dude. It's just it's- like. Just over and over again. It was. Um, I yeah. I felt uh, very selfish listening to it. I was like, oh yeah, give me more. I want more. Like, I want more of that. More of that. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, is track eight uh, modulating a circumflex? Uh, Fuck, circumflex? that one's a banger too. Yeah, um, I, I
0: love the harmonized guitars on the intro, which sound like they, it sounds like Behold the Octopus. The way they kind of do that like half step harmonized. Good
1: call. Guitar run. This is
0: the longest.
1: This is the longest track on the album. But um, I, I definitely found myself going back to this one more where Tended to be like it seemed shorter to me. I was just fucking blasting through it. That was a highlight, though. But man, sure. I gotta say, with this whole system of a down cover, Soil is a great track. Great track. I love as that. As far track. as system of a down goes, yeah. It just this rendition didn't grab me as much. But kudos to also kudos, kudos for just, trying. At least, kudos yeah. for sticking the cover on track four in the middle of your goddamn fucking album. Like, I mean, it's not even like a B side <laughs> thing. You just like shoved it in. Like, yep, right. Soil, let's do this.
2: <laughs> <Soil>. <laughs> it's Bye,
0: ready fucking tight, dude. I, it totally just makes sense again with that clinical uh, anhedonia track yeah. though for, yeah. for real I thought application status was pretty good too I enjoyed the wonky stop start dissonance of the track
1: wonky there wonky. we go yep.
0: There's, I, I love the danza kind of counterpoint where you get the chug and then the guitar run too yep. you know, that that always really does work for me tons of 808 drops on that track too I'm not sure if you picked up on that
1: but, I did not yeah. but once again I am blown away at this is a one person project because this is a lot to fucking spew out of one brain so
0: I don't want to keep going into particular tracks but I, I got a shout out Cut It Off um, Cut It Off as well man yeah I, I hate to keep belaboring this comparison but like the sheer car bomb of that track I feel like it's this album's Finish It nice nice. it's, it's a very nice there's some similar there's some similarities there Even even the name Cut It Off is like Finish It <laughs> it's like the same you know what I'm saying
1: yeah like, alright Now we can't talk about Carbomb anymore it's the screeching, I'm just gonna... <laughs> it's like
0: the screeching guitars I think too yep. and uh, the other thing that really drives it home for me is the I think they knew what they were doing when they named that track because then they go into like this this like soft singing moment that is almost like um, Chino Marino Deftones which is something that uh, Mike from Carbomb does a lot too he's got a very similar Chino kind of soft delivery to some of his vocal parts and I feel like there's a lot of that on this album, too. Like, direct Michael Daffin or Gino Marino kind of vocal delivery. Good call, bud. Good call. I listened to this album quite a few times. At least... At I least, listened to this album quite a few times. At least eight times.
1: Uh, at least. Yeah. <laughs> just want to let you know.
0: Yeah. Minimum, minimum everything we cover on the podcast, I listen to three times. I want to say at this point now, I'm listening to stuff, like, five or six or seven or eight times because I want to, like, have the most thorough critical analysis. That way I don't come up here and I just, like... Name off parts of songs and what they're what's happening in the song, and not like giving any perspective on it.
1: It's at least three times. Right. It's at least three times for real. Yeah, I, I feel like three times is
0: just like what you need, like absolute bare minimum to even digest the album, and five is what you need to like really have a full understanding of it.
2: Yep,
1: absolutely. Like
0: on my like fifteenth listen to the Steak Sauce Mustache album, I was still having like more
1: revelations about it. This is one where, like, it came out and, like, we had only so much time, but, like, I definitely fit it in. I found the time to fit it in. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I'll admit to skipping the fucking, the system cover. And there are a couple other tracks that didn't quite hit me as good, but there was isn't, like, one track that I, like, I don't enjoy this. Yep. I think Cut It Off is the track, though. I totally agree. Cool. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Cut It Off, which is track two from Effect 2. By the Bud Dwyer effect, and that came out on April twenty fourth.
3: Here we go. Trying to get down and what's up to find Just an ace, just a bitch and black Just a coffee place a coffee's fine Just an ace, just a bitch and black Just a coffee place a coffee's fine
0: Was cut it off, which is track three from the Bud Dwyer Effects new album Effect Two. And that came out, Effect Two The Fall, that is, and that came out back in April. So the next band we're going to talk about is Elastic Riot. Elastic Riot are a sledgy noise rock quartet from Bergamo, Italy. And they just released their new album. <laughs> Uh, boyo, 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 boyo. I believe that's how you say that. Or boyo, nailed boyo,
1: boyo. it. You nailed it.
0: I don't know. And that came out on April 1st. So, man, this shit is wild. I, I haven't heard... I had, like, no point of reference for this band. I, I want to just quickly say the, the instrumentation reminded me a lot of a math rock band, really. I mean, aesthetically and compositionally, they're like a noise rock band. But the production, especially the guitars, are so, like, battles...
1: Did you notice that? Yeah, it's so noisy but mathy. Yeah. It's, and then it, it adds to the fucking chaos of what it is. Um, I find this band very arrogant, obnoxious, <laughs> and very noisy in Can, a very good way. Yes, I yeah. agree.
0: And you know what <laughs> I think that is? I think it's like they are influenced by the Dada movement.
1: Absolutely. You know what I'm I, 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 I damn near would call this anti music yes. in a way. like
0: kind of, It's, it's know, like. Definitely.
1: I, I would. I, okay. To somebody that's not listening to, like, uh mathy stuff and everything, I would literally show them this and be like, this is literally, like, anti-music. Like, this is, like, like nothing you would ever expect to hear and listen to.
0: It's like fucking... If you know what... If you know what No Wave is and you know what Zool I is... I wanted to say
1: that, too. Yeah. Those no two wave.
0: things... I feel like this is all on the Venn diagram here. Noise rock, math rock, Zool and, and No Wave all really coming together. In a super super unique way, with like some sludge rock or some sludge rather too, sludge metal rather. I
1: feel like with just this noisy aspect, I do go more towards like the Dada thing. Just Mm -hmm. like you know, it's a it's a
2: toilet. Yeah, it's like there's (laughs) um,
0: yeah. I I really do feel like the Dada thing is there because there's like there's some so much like nonsensical stuff on this album and some stuff that is definitely semi-improvisational mm-hmm. and then there, of course there's the, the 20 minute closer that really reinforces that for me as well they just really go off on a, a tangent there
1: yeah, absolutely
0: 20 minutes
1: oh man it's it's improv Uh there are times naturally I'm gonna throw out like I get a little bungle in there some Zappa some okay. Primus vibes in, in there interesting with everything yeah
0: wow those are like references that I would have never thought of but yeah I, I can I mean musically there's definitely some comparisons to be made there I, sure. I
1: feel like the, the noisy um the noisy mathy aspect along with the vocals that are going on they're really kind of fluctuate a lot of kind of like singy operatic-ish kind of like whoa, whoa like that kind of thing but then
0: the I, majority of it is like a like a you know, really skaty kind of it like screams.
1: Yeah, screams as well. It reminds exactly. me of
0: Ken mode vocally.
1: Ken mode. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I I just got a lot of Zappa in this. Uh, listening to it, uh, this is one we've given so many comparisons already in this fucking band. This yeah. is. I really
0: struggled to to find a point of reference for this one. It's like Yowie and battles. yeah, you no know, Yowie as well. But yeah. that's
1: because that little groove they got going on. The, and the, the weird bendy, like, like it really
0: um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Wonky again, kind of like stop start. Just uh,
1: witchcraft, <laughs> just pure witchcraft.
0: <laughs> Almost arrhythmic is, is how I would Word. describe what Word. Yowie does. To the point, it like defies normal rhythmic convention in a similar way to car bomb. You I
1: know? I agree, man.
0: They're, they're like that. They're like that. Fucking deep in it. This was super. So, this was super fucking good. This one took me a while to like really fully grasp, but the more listens I gave it, the more I was
1: like, "Fuck, this album is incredible." What I really like, I mean, I'm not sure what track we're going to play, but I really like the first track. Um, I'm not going to start pronouncing all the track listening, so you're, you're just going to get track one for me. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It started off beautiful and just crashed into fucking destruction, which will be the rest of the goddamn fucking album, basically. Yeah, I um, love. I love the way
0: that track starts out, and then it just kind of, like... Does a one eighty and just goes Fuck. off and uh,
1: dude? I even got Melvin's vibes Melvin's? Like, through, through through this. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: So I, could, I guess I could kind of see that.
1: So yeah, I don't know, man. Uh you The sludgy
0: me. kind of stuff is yep. very the sludgy. Again, I don't want to say keep saying Dada, but yeah, there's there's a bit of um sardonicness to what you know Buzz does. So.
1: Elastic, right? You know what you fucking did. <laughs> you know what you did.
0: Yeah, I love the track. Uh, the the arc of that first track though, Mori D Fatika. Like I love how it goes from being almost like happy go lucky to like this cacophonous breakdown that's layered with these ungodly arrhythmic bleeps and bloops, you know. It's just so yeah. fucking yep. there's so much happening that the instrumentation is just so dense on that first track alone. The second track too, I also I loved as well, uh, Venero Veneer. And the guitars are yowling like a bunch of like sickly alley cats. It's just like good call. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. But when the
0: doing the guitars finally come in, like the the main riff, it's so memorable. Dun, 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 oh, dun, dun, dun. Oh, let's you know dun, where dun, you're, dun, Yep, dun. yep. <laughs> That track, that fucking track, bangs, dude. This this band knows how to write a a catchy noise rock song, which is something I can't say for many noise rock bands. I totally agree. Like that is that's one of the most memorable moments on the album. Actually, after those like the yowling cat meow thing part into that
1: There that are riff. some, There are some catchy parts. It's I like mean, a CKY true. riff. Whoa. I okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it just came to me. You just said that. Yeah, no. I, I agree. Absolutely.
0: Any other thoughts you want to impart on us? Nah, man. You got to pick a track. I want to just quickly touch on the last track, actually. I think it's worth talking about just simply because of the length. I mean, it's a massive 20-minute track. But not only is it just, like, long, it's not like there's just, like, repeating there's so much going on in this track actually that makes it interesting. First of all, the main motif sounds like the national anthem of like some country. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It's so like patriotic and it's it, like it's strong. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. kind of movement. Yeah, that, the, the beginning is a very national anthem of some sort.
1: Good call and on then, that.
0: Secondly, I love how they, they go from that to literally just screaming and feedback for like a full minute. Yep. And then they bring that back and then they go back into the screaming and feedback again for a full minute. And then like the last 15 minutes is just like this ambient doom metal jam where the guitars are just like playing whole notes. It's like listening to a B-side of a sleep song.
1: It's like Godspeed at some points, I feel too. Just just that constant like... I don't listen to that band, yeah. but I'm sure that you're right. Yeah. I've smoked weed to that band. I really haven't listened to Godspeed. I've definitely smoked weed in a room when Godspeed's Godspeed playing. happened to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that, but like, I definitely don't listen to Godspeed. But yeah, yeah. fucking hysterical. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I did love that last track. That's something that I would normally skip, but I, I gotta hand it to them for just fucking making it so interesting. And also, I, I gotta shout out our biggest Patreon supporter, Kevin, uh, for recommending this album. Good fucking call, Kevin. Mm -hmm. i really thoroughly enjoyed it's a head
1: scratcher kevin it's a head scratcher yeah
0: really it took me like five tracks to like unlock the the likability of this album he was like you have to cover this and i was like okay you know no no matter what if he says we have to cover it i'm going to say yes
1: well he paid us that (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars
0: yeah you still need to get that tattoo by the way um (laughs) what was the tattoo idea what did you have to get a tattoo of their choosing
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was their choosing. Yeah, was I still it? think about okay. that. Thank God nobody chose it
0: yet. <laughs> so let's see here. There's, a, I will say there's, there was kind of like one low moment on this album that I didn't particularly enjoy since we're just heaping praises on. I'm going to heap a little bit of uh, critique here. I feel like VT Call, I didn't find that track to be too exciting or engaging. It just literally felt like some Weezer riffs with guitar noises and then hand drums. Okay. Do you know the track, yep, track I'm talking the, about? with the
1: Weezer riff, absolutely. Literally, I got that.
0: Like, literally Weezer riffs, with, and then like just like random guitar noises. I feel like that one was kind of phoned in. Everything else in the track listing, though, is just fucking quality. I think um, Mori di Fatica is the track, though, the
1: first one. That's the track one? Dude, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a great... Especially with something that's such a ride, just like... Let's just give them the intro, and just they can choose from there if they want to go on the ride. Perfect.
0: So we're going to go and play for you Mori di Fatica, which is track one from... Boyo 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 and that came out on April 1st. Here we go. And that was Mallory Di Fatica, and that's off of uh, Elastic Riot's new album "Boyo Boyo Boyo Boyo," and that came out back in April. So the next band we're going to talk about is Unoya, and uh, Unoya are a three-piece blackened noisecore band from Cincinnati, Ohio, and they just released their new album "Psyop of the Year" back on April first. So actually. Going back a little bit for this one.
1: Worth it though? Worth it.
0: You know, I had I kind of struggled with this album, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I I really I tried to find things that I enjoyed about it, but I think that there was just some production choices that kind of like ultimately held back my enjoyment. For one
1: Yeah, I, I will agree with you right off the bat. Production wise, I'm I'm there with you. Move on. Yep.
0: I think that it was mostly due to the fact that the guitars are basically just like drenched in reverb for the duration of this record. It's like I, I maybe my main issue is just ultimately that it's not really like my kind of music. It's just kind of adjacent. They're not really like a... I mean they, they their press packet says like they're influenced by Dillinger. I don't hear that at all. They're more yeah. like a blackened post hardcore kind of band. And like a yeah, it's like it's like post-black gaze, kind of.
1: The feedback and layering of samples definitely creates this sense of unease. Um, I enjoyed it and also did not enjoy it at times. Um, yeah, it it this this would be <clears throat> an album uh for this podcast that uh, for this episode that it definitely took me a little bit more time to grab onto, you know. But overall, I would say what was turning me off, but also kind of getting my ear sometimes would be the feedback with the layering of samples and everything um i did enjoy uh the mozambique drill
0: that was a good track yeah that strangely enough i liked the elements of this record that like weren't chaotic and that was definitely one there of them. we
1: go there we go you know, the, the it, non- little more rhythmic patterns going on and right thing yep
0: right that that track did grab my ear for sure and it i think it was just because of the um this kind of like almost spoken word chorus and then the uh the 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 reverb heavy guitars work really well in that track like i that's like one of the most memorable moments on the album Mm -hmm, mm uh like post-chorus
1: yep uh black highlighter uh it was a good instrumental track uh i did enjoy that one i feel like my favorite track would be the mozambique drill or even the closing track uh it's just three minutes of just pure rage and uh yeah um Overall, that's, that's all I got, really.
0: So, the other thing I wanted to just point out is there's, like, a really, like, live, raw quality to the recording. Um, I think they, like, kept all the blemishes on this record, basically. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, um... Yeah, so ultimately, I think, just to wrap it up here, because I fucking lost all my notes on this band, I think ultimately what their strength is, is not really putting together chaotic mathcore kind of songs, but more in creating, like, atmosphere and mood, uh, and more, like, post-hardcore, and almost, like, screamo-leaning stuff, Yeah, especially on Introspection, a different kind of weighted blanket. That one, that was the track that, like, really hit me the most, honestly.
1: Yep. We were kind of, like, uh, talking about, like, Refused, in a way. That's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, where we're going with that. I, I totally agree.
0: They they like do a lot of experimenting on this record. There's a lot of different a lot of different elements to what they do. Um, that that track in particular, though, I just, I just love the the spoken word on the front end, and then like the post blackened vibes on the back end as well. Mm-hmm. I thought my roommate got psyoped was a highlight too. Like loving the the melodic chords on the breakdown. That was like a very that was like the, that's like probably the most heavy moment on the record. I think I think rather. I think we should give him introspection, though. Cool. So, we're going to go ahead and play for you Introspection, a different kind of weighted blanket. And that is track four from Yanoia's new album, Psyop of the Year. And that came out back in April. Here we go. So the last band we're going to talk about is the Motion Mosaic. The Motion Mosaic are a mathcore quintet from, excuse me, from Twin Cities, Minnesota. And they just dropped their new EP, Bedsores slash Domino Effect, a two-track EP, on May 13th. So I don't have a, a lot to say about this as I, just as we were doing this podcast, deleted all of my notes. Somehow. somehow
1: some I don't know fucking how, I did how that. that yeah
0: from from two different places no less yep. but regardless i will say that they've they've added a new vocalist there's a there's a new vocalist in the you mix. can definitely tell you can definitely tell there's a yep. new vocalist after after hearing bed sores i wasn't super crazy about the direction this material was heading but i mean cuz just cuz bed sores in particular takes so long to get going with that like the intro build up and then, like, the actual, like, stop-start part where it's like, burn, burn, Fuck. Burn,
1: I burn. actually enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed the you ride enjoyed that of more. this. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: Naturally, I'm impatient, and I want them to just to get to the business. Let's go, let's go, let's <laughs> go. The, there's, there's some really fucking sick sequences on the back end of that track, but, yeah, the front end just takes a bit too long I for me. I just feel like
1: it just has such a good, like, math core, like, swagger to it. Yeah. Like, it just really kind of just, like, comes in. I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed Bedsource. Um... Domino effect was the one that I... Domino effect would be, yeah, absolutely. Because it's
0: kind of more straight to the business, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um... I, I, I do like the new uh, vocal approach uh, with this. Um, I do also it's just interesting to just to release the two tracks like this. Uh, mm. hopefully we got something down the pipeline after this. Or maybe just a little I'm certain they do. Yeah, I, yeah. I think
0: they just wanted to be like, Hey we're we're still alive. tester. Here's yep. our new vocalist.
1: Yep, yep. Which I do like the two track uh, kind of intro like that.
0: I think previously the two guitarists were handling vocal duties too because they were out a vocalist if I'm not mistaken. No shit? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think maybe what not in the full-length album, but I think on the single at the very least, both of them, the last single that came out, I think, in 2021, they I think they both were doing vocals on that. I think they still do some of the vocals, like backing or maybe singing, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like this is kind of like a snooze situation where, you know, the backup vocals ends up being the main vocals, that kind of thing. Everybody just steps up and just makes it work. Uh, right. Yeah. So I mean, you guys are lucky that you at least you got uh, numerous vocalists in the band. Yeah. Uh,
0: numerous people who are capable of doing like good vocals. Exactly. I think uh, the singing could be maybe a little bit better executed, but like, it's like, it's competent, you know, it's like, it's good enough. Yep.
1: Yep. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I really got too much to say with this man. This is just one where um, we got two tracks. Uh, motion Mosaic. We covered the full length. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, That's a fucking good full length too. That was, it's
1: I. It was a reminder to go back to the fucking full length. I, I went back and
0: jammed yeah. the full length and the uh, the, the single yep. too. Yeah.
1: Goddamn right, man. Goddamn right.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for another more substantial release from this band. They they're just like one of the most solid bands in modern mathcore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't feel like they're. Enjoying perhaps maybe as much, um, you know, attention as they could they could potentially be getting. But yeah, they're they're really writing some super quality stuff. It's like the the technical parts of what they're doing is like on par with like Dillinger, but they also introduce this like progressive metal element too that's very like between the Barry to me at the same time so yep it's kind of like very quintessentially like late 90s early 2000s chaotic music you know they kind of do a bit of like melodic shit that's like progressive and then they jump back into like the the more visceral like math chorus stuff and they do it they do both very very well well said without like without jumping into like poppy parts on their melodic parts too which I think is kind of could be the temptation hmm Mm-hmm. Or just to go like fully rock and roll, like a lot of these, you know. Every time I die, influence bands are doing. Yep, for lack of like a better comparison. <laughs> I think we should give them domino effect though.
1: That that has to be the one because they they I mean they it they has played to be the one
0: they Bed Bedsores in their Math Core Index Fest twenty twenty one live stream. So if you want to hear them basically premiere that song uh, a year before the EP is released, you can go watch that. I don't think that they played Domino Effect, though. and Everyone, I'm pretty sure, has heard uh,
1: so. I, I Yeah, I, I honestly didn't even think that they played... Uh, uh, domino Effect. Yeah, Domino Effect. Uh, yeah, but uh, that go to that uh, performance, everybody. It was a fucking treat.
0: The other cool thing is that the art is done by uh, Ethan McCarthy of Primitive Man and Vermin Womb.
1: Oh, you can <laughs> fucking tell when you look, when you say it. Like if I look at the artwork, you're like, "By the way, Ethan did this." You're like, "Yeah, right. fucking, yeah, of course."
0: Yeah, yeah, fucking good art. There's he did cover for covers for both the singles too. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and play for you Domino Effect, which is track two from Bedsores Domino Effect by Motion Mosaic, and that came out on May 13th. Here we go. Alright, so that was Domino Effect, which is track two from Bedsore's Domino Effect by The Motion Mosaic, and that's their new EP that just came out on Friday. So before we wrap this up, I just want to remind y'all once again, Mathcore Index Fest 2022 is right around the corner, July 9th and 10th at Beat Kitchen, Chicago. Tickets are on sale now, baby. Fucking get in
3: there. Get it, get
1: it. We got ours. We did.
0: We got ours. We did. Get yeah, yours. It's official. We're not we're not canceling it now. It's too late, so we're we're going. <laughs> we're
1: we're we're in it, baby. We're going. We're coming to Chicago. For better or for worse, for yeah. We will not be eating any fucking deep dish though. You go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> yeah. sorry.
0: Please do not try to feed me deep dish pizza. <laughs> I will definitely eat a hot dog with some neon green. Relish, though. Mm. I'll fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. With poppy seed
0: bun. No, no, tomato. Chicago dog dog. Yeah, since we're on the subject, definitely no tomatoes either. I won't. You punky ass bitch. I don't like tomatoes, dog. I worked at Subway. I cannot look at a tomato the same way ever again. The produce quality is so <laughs> abhorrently low. I mean, you just see the things that you see at Subway will ruin just deli food for you forever for you.
1: I'll take your tomatoes gladly off your <laughs> your hot dog. No,
0: I'm telling you, the tomatoes that they would they would send to the fucking the subway that I worked at were just, like, of the absolute lowest quality. Always just... Unripe? Yeah. Or just, like, just nasty and, like, overripe or, like, rotting almost. Like, just to the point where they were, like, barely usable. And then olives are just... They come out of this, like, giant can and just, like, the smell is just overwhelming. And just, like, ugh. The preservatives the preservative.
3: <laughs> <The preservatives. laughs>
0: on that note if you made it to the end of this podcast and you enjoyed it I don't see how you could possibly enjoy it after so much insufferable conversation but if you did do us a big fucking solid and uh, leave us five stars on Spotify that's probably the most important right now even though I load Spotify at large as a platform we're still putting our podcast up there because we are yeah. thank
1: you Spotify
0: yeah um but otherwise, leave us, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, too, and let us know what you thought. And if you want to send us an email with any submissions or questions, at gmail.com. So I guess that about wraps it up for the 80th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian.
1: And I'm your co-host, Levi.
0: And we'll be back again next month with some more sick underground bands. Good night, and stay beautiful.